And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I have a shorter segment today that I think you're really going to enjoy because it's very important. Lots of craziness going on with the coronavirus throughout the nation, especially here in California. The newest thing is there's a curfew imposed by Governor Gavin Newsom between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. You cannot be out. I believe emergency services, if you need to go to the hospital, if you're picking up food, if you're working, some of the people in the food industry that are open are allowed to be out. Other than that, you have to stay in your homes, which brings up a really good point that we had already planned on talking about. And that is how social distancing and the problem of isolation has really affected the overall health, the emotional health, the mental health, the spiritual health of our population, not just in California, but across the nation. And so I said our because I have a person that I think can talk about this in a a very intellectual and common sense manner on the show with me today. We've had him on before, so I invited him back. Pastor Ron Smedley, and he is also the head of Mission Recovery. Hey, Pastor Ron, it's good to have you back, man. Hey, Noah. I just want to welcome, or excuse me, thank you for the welcome, and um, we want to greet all the beautiful people of Southern California here from the sunny East Texas today, so I'm honored to be back on your show. Well, Texas does stuff right. They have a lot of, I mean, they're not perfect, but you guys have a lot of common sense going on over there. I wish the rest of the nation was like that in Florida. We are blessed. We have had prayer meetings with our legislators and our governor, and they said as long as we're in charge, we will be a nation under God. So I think we've been recipients of the blessing, even though 32% of Thirty-two thousand, excuse me, thirty-two thousand people coming into Texas uh, every month. So it's really changing the demographics. So you guys pray for us too. Oh, we will definitely be praying for you. I know it's it's kind of funny. You have people leaving the state, like California and other liberal states. They're like, it's 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 not working here, so we need to leave. But let's vote those same policies in that are making us leave in other states. It's madness. <laughs> Well, today on the show, as I talked about in the intro, there's a problem that I think I've touched on in the past, and now especially that we're seven months plus into this lockdown, other areas more locked down than others. Uh, People's mental health, their emotional health is not being considered when making some of these top decisions at the state level, at the government level. Isolation is really a problem. Tell us what you've seen, even in Texas, I imagine there's some of it, but tell us what you've seen and where you think the solution is, because you're having people that maybe they don't live with the family, so they're living on their own, and they're not in a great state like Texas. So other than work, if they're even blessed enough to have a job to go to, they're staying in their home, and they're not feeling connected in any way, and I don't want to hear about social media from uh, from the audience because that only goes so far and anybody is going to be affected by that anybody you're so right, you're so right Noah and again I appreciate the opportunity to I think save lives as I was waiting on your call a young man in my area that I've had connection with tragically committed an accidental hopefully uh, overdose to drugs because of just the overwhelming pain and stress that people are dealing with hmm. when I was your show a couple of months ago, I talked about how uh, the pervasive problem of all forms of addiction 
addiction. People are self-medicating. They're trying to escape pain. And believe it or not, Noah, even before this pandemic, stress was one of the biggest triggers for people. And so now what's happened with this fear and panic, they're even calling new diagnoses from this thing. Of course, most recently, the pandemic fatigue. And uh, what's happening to people's spiritual, emotional, mental health is there is a pandemic within the pandemic. And social distancing makes it worse. What do you think the solution is? Because, and obviously, you're not a government official. You can't put any of these things in, into practice. Uh, but what are your suggestions? Because there has to be something we can do as a community, whether it's in Southern California or whether you're in, in Texas, or it doesn't really matter where, where we can take our mental health seriously, our emotional health uh, seriously, and actually get something done and protect those around us that might be having certain issues. recovery on the director is just provide awareness because we say church is the greatest support group and we try to help churches build those cultures because so many people need the support they can bring for their spiritual emotional and the mental needs but one of the things that I've been doing Noah I've been holding people lovingly accountable when they say we need to social distance I say no 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 that's the exact opposite of what we need we need temporary physical distancing but social distancing is the worst thing that you can do for people's pain people's stress uh, we just want a temporary physical distance to protect people but what we want to do is amp up our connection and making sure that we are uh, uh, very deliberate and intentional about our call centers that's one of the things that we've done having people be checked on by increasing and enhancing our community chat rooms online um, it's not it's not a substitute let me say that I mean we're social beings and as good as all the technology is and we think Think, we're thankful for it and we use it it still doesn't substitute our human connection so we have to be really really deliberate to make sure that we're checking on people in our recovery ministry we have people calling on people every day because connection is the opposite of addiction where it might not be the permanent solution that someone should rely on exclusively, it is something. And it is something I think that's an important tool because even I'll share a quick story. My grandmother is 96 years old and she doesn't have a lot of interaction, especially with COVID right now, because yes, she's 96. So you have to be very careful. So I find it extremely important on almost a daily basis to call her, even if it's a five minute conversation to say, Hey, grandma, I love you. What's going on? She'll tell me. And you know what? Those short conversations, those short amounts of time when you're interacting with somebody make all the difference in the world. It can be life-saving whether you believe it or not. You're so, you're so right. And it doesn't take a lot of training or education to be able to do that. And we've actually had people go check on people on the doorstep, not entering in the door even if they insist. But the, uh, the video type things, and we've had people train people how to do uh, FaceTime calls, especially the senior citizens that aren't as tech savvy. And it's, it's, it's a lifesaver because, again, like I said, the, the most important thing is we need to increase our social connection during this time. I'm not going to get political because this is, I mean, it can be a political issue, but I just want to ask you your, your thoughts, whether you agree or you, you disagree. 
the election is obviously contested right now, and I'm not going to get into uh, where you think it stands. However, whether President Trump is reelected in the long term or whether Joe Biden becomes the official president-elect, I really see the mental health in this country going in two totally different directions depending on which candidate is there at the end of the day. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, exactly. It's just, it's just exacerbated the already um, um, increased issues that we're seeing in uncharted waters. And I've been having to do a lot of pastoring people individually as well in groups to make sure that they uh, um, take real um, intent about making sure that they can fill their minds with things where God is in control of this. It's not like God hasn't seen it before. Uh, there's been, when Paul was writing about honoring and submitting to authority, he was under the uh, tyranny of, of Caesar Nero, who was persecuting Christians. And we just need to be intentional to know that no matter what, no matter which side wins, that God's going to use it according to his purposes. And I try to get people to focus upon, I'm using Philippians 4, 7 about every day, Noah, and it says to uh, pray with thanksgiving and to make our requests known to God, and it promises that it will give supernatural peace beyond comprehension to our thoughts and our emotions and it's so important because the brain wants to go negative to protect ourselves and so we need to fill our brain with the positive uh, scriptures and prayer of the presence of God. Yeah, it's kind of natural. It's fight or flight in our brain I, I think even on a very minimalistic basis always is triggered in somebody because that's just how we're made up and I always think at the end of the day I work in the news media and sometimes I get discouraged. Hey, no matter the outcome, just remember, no man is going to be sitting on the throne at the end of the day. Who is going to be sitting on the throne is the Lord God, and he will make sure things are taken care of how they're supposed to be taken care of. And that's a comforting thought, as you just said. I found it really brings people peace. Well, you know, I need to be reminded of that, that God is still in control. And no matter what, which side wins, he will use it according to his ultimate purposes. And I'd like people to check out Pastor Ron Smedley, uh, Mission Recovery, and they can go to 365.org. Tell them the audience what they're going to find there. But you guys really just have an amazing mission because you realize the importance of networking as Christians, maybe whether you're a long-term believer or you're a new believer. But we all struggle the same way that non-believers do. And because of that, we need to come together and make sure that we check on one another and that everybody is okay at the end of the day, as you pointed out earlier in the interview. Absolutely. Mission recovery, our, our vision and passion, because I've been a pastor for almost 40 years now and also a social worker, is to provide awareness and education, hurting people. And listen to me out there, pastors, hurting, people's, hurting people come to churches first. And so it's our vision to help you know what to do because we don't always feel adequately trained. So if you go to recoverysunday.com, let me say that again, recoverysunday.com, we actually have a toolkit there for pastors that you can use to develop a, a culture to hear the cries of hurting people, a step-by-step -step process to be able to take uh, this issue and let people know that you hear them and that you care and how to give them support during this very critical time. 
So they can go to recoverysunday.com, saves365.org. If you could give one tool out on the air as we uh, have a few minutes together here, Pastor Ron Smedley, to the listening audience, that what they can do to make sure that their personal, because it is our responsibility at the end of the day, to make sure their mental and emotional health are being looked after, that they're taking care of themselves, what would you tell them? Maybe one or two little basic tips. Uh, individuals or, or, or churches. How about both? Okay. Well, uh, I'm really passionate that it makes a difference when a shepherd stands out and says what I said earlier, that we hear your cries. And so I say the church is the greatest support group. I've said that before. And the church right now, think about it, can combat this this major problem of uh, social isolation with supportive community. And so commit to be a wellness center. Um, commit to uh, leaning into the Lord each and every day, making Him your life source and not get distracted by the things that you see in the world. Um, start support groups, have um, watch parties, uh, services online, groups online, and with, when possible with small groups, get together. Uh, and please, please, please enhance your and update your online ministries. And as I said earlier, one of the big things that we found is starting call centers to check on people, if not several times a week, um, uh, or if not daily, at least several times a week. And uh, then um, if, you, if you need help, reach out to God, because uh, the Lord says that he's close to the brokenhearted. Uh, the Lord cares, he says. This is so important. Hebrews 13.5, I will never leave you or forsake you. It may feel like it. We may get overwhelmed. We may get disillusioned. But I will never leave you forsake or forsake you for certainty. And Hebrews says that he sympathizes with us. He became a man and was tested in every way. And he can give us grace in our time of need. If you're an individual, that means you need to rely on others that have maybe either the same issues that you're having. Maybe you feel a little socially isolated, somebody that's in the similar mindset uh, as far as eternity goes and your belief in God. And that can really do a whole lot. If you're a church, reach out to people, you know, whether it's in person, which some churches, depending on states and counties and cities are able to do, or whether it's online, if you're a little bit more restricted, like here currently. Currently in California, there is an avenue you can take to make sure that people out there in the community are taken care of. And Ron, thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us today. I know that uh, it's it's so important that we network, whether you know, you're know you based out of Texas, but networking with us here in California to get the word out about what you're seeing is tremendously important because we as a nation have to stick together until we're back to, some people want to say we won't get back to normal. I am optimistic because I believe in the in the human condition and in the Lord that we can get back to that normal if we actually fight the good fight. Amen. And I say to people, science is not the total answer. It's leaning upon God and asking Him to heal our land. That's very true. You can, you know, you can look at all the numbers you want to look at, but at the end of the day, the Lord's will will be carried out, and also the Lord's protection is a protection that you're not going to find in science, science either. It's just that simple. And if I could say one other 
anything to your listeners, please. It shows a great sign of strength when you can reach out. Everyone needs three to five people. The Bible says two are better than one, that if one falls, another can pick them up. And so if you're out there hurting right now, first learn to lean on the Lord, to let him fill you with his peace. But then don't be hesitant to reach out. And if you're really hurting, if you're thinking about harming yourself, there's a a helpline, 1-800-662-HELP. And uh, then call your mental health providers, your local pastor. Call 9-1 if you're hurting. And most of all, if we can help in any way, contact me personally, Ron at Save365.org. Ron at Save365.org. Pastor Ron Smedley, go to RecoverySunday.com, Save365.org. And something simple, Ron, we'll end the show with this that I do that I think is a great form of communication. I have several small group text message uh things going on where there is about three or four or like you said you know you can even have up to five people in a group and you just go back and forth and you it doesn't have to be hey respond right away but people that you can on a regular basis communicate with so you don't feel alone at the end of the day and if you hit a bad spot they can be there for you that is something that i would recommend people do even if you can't have that person-to-person contact absolutely intensify it amp it up it's such it's so much more important that we keep these uh, social bonds during all of this well pastor ron smedley it was an honor to have you back on with the way that the nation is going we will have you back on the show get further thoughts and things that we can do as a community to help one another out because that's what we're called to do i appreciate you more than you know my friend you have decades of experience you're an amazing pastor and uh thank you very much from the bottom of my heart yes sir i'll look forward to connecting with you after all this ends noah me as well and i firmly believe it will end noah here on across the county again 365.org recoverysunday.com email him directly for any needs you might have if it's mental if it's emotional he wants to help run at save365.org